This is Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Eric provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek. Hello and welcome back to Retirement Radio. My name is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call. That number is 775-674-2222 or visit us on the old interweb at nvretirementplanners.com. Now, if you go to my website, feel free to head over to the radio page. You can check out past shows. You can even subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. For you older folks, that's going to be meaningless to you, but the younger folks will know exactly what I just said. They can set it up for you. That way, it'll ensure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Uh, Now, got a little quote today. All money spends the same, but not all money is taxed the same. Ah, good one. And in today's episode, we're going to dive into the topic of qualified money versus non-qualified money. Now, I'm not going to talk about qualified money as the money you get from your grandparents on your birthday or what mom and dad (laughs) give you because there's strings attached versus uh, something else different. But we're going to talk about basically retirement accounts and non-retirement investment accounts and the possible tax treatment on both types of accounts. And of course, depending on your unique situation for retirement, It could be beneficial to have both types of accounts and assets at your disposal in retirement, both qualified and non-qualified. So we're going to talk about that today, Tony. All right. Hey, that sounds like a great topic. And of course, the first thing I'm going to ask you once we get started uh, is uh, to explain that to us. uh, So you give us your definition. So we're all on the same page. But before I do that, I have to bring up something, Eric, you mentioned that people can find us on iTunes and Google Play and subscribe to the show as a podcast now, Mm -hmm. as well as listen to it on the radio or go to the website. But if they go to your website and they NV retirement, what what is the website again? NV, short for Nevada, retirementplanners.com. All right. And if they go there and go to the, the radio show page, there's an iTunes and Google Play button, but now there's a third button. We're available on Spotify. And here's the reason that's a big deal. Uh, This just happened. The show, as of uh, about a week or two ago, is now available on Spotify. And Spotify is now the number one format for all audio, like music and uh, audiobooks. Or not audiobooks, I'm sorry, podcasts, music and podcasts. Mm -hmm. And Spotify is free. There's a free version. And it's cross-platform. It doesn't matter what kind of phone or computer you have. It's even available in a lot of cars now and on a lot of the newer TVs. So mm-hmm. you can listen to this podcast, uh, our show, almost anywhere now on Spotify, which is great. You, you can just search Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek, and mm-hmm. it'll come up there. Or you can just go to the website and click on the Spotify button, and you can listen to all the past episodes. And then if you subscribe, it'll notify you when there's a new episode available, and you'll be able to instantly stream it on whatever device you're listening. So 
obviously we it's technological so like you said some of the folks out there uh, may or may not be into all that and if you're not like you said just find somebody younger and have them help you. I mean, my kids still help me with technology. So they do. Uh, thankfully, I have some young folks that work in the office that are all tech savvy, you know, and and uh, believe it or not, when you ask these young people to help you with these technical things, you, you don't get the eye roll and the oh, my God, they're so old. They don't know how to do an email or whatever. No, they like helping us. Yeah. And so, uh, oh, yeah, here, let me show you how to do that. So keep that in mind with you folks that are uh, of retirement age and, and yeah. maybe approaching it that might uh, be reluctant to employ more technology in your lives. It's just meant to make things easier. And certainly in this case, it does. Sure. Yeah. I just wanted to bring up Spotify because that's well, a thanks. new addition. Yeah. Now, my first question for you regarding our topic, though, is uh, can you define what qualified and non-qualified money is and how do we tell the difference? Hmm. Well, you're not alone in your confusion. So that's the term that we use uh, in our industry because it is a technical term. So uh, with our audience today, I, I definitely want everybody to understand this. But one way you may generalize it is you can think of qualified money as some type of a retirement account. And non-qualified money would be some type of an account that could be invested that is not a retirement account. And so uh, those are the two general difference uh, way to think about that. Like if you have a 401k at work, the money that's in that account that's qualified money. It's treated differently tax-wise. If you have an investment account over at Edward Jones and you just take some extra money you have instead of leaving it in a savings account, you want your local advisor to invest it for you, then that's most likely an individual after-tax account or a non-qualified account. So, uh, and, and, and with these different accounts as it is with almost everything in our lives today, uh, there are pros and cons to qualified and non-qualified account and what is right for you, it really depends on you and your goals and your situation. So uh, for a typical retirement saver, having a mix of qualified and non-qualified accounts or retirement accounts and non-retirement investment accounts can provide some balance and flexibility uh, for an ever-changing investment environment. So exactly what what's the difference between these accounts? Uh, we're going to explain it further, but uh, the generalization is, is that it. It's, uh, it's a retirement account or not, but it goes back to qualified accounts, goes all the way back into the 70s and just revisit the 70s. I was in high school, but for folks that are older, they, uh, they may have been fully in, in, into their careers. Uh, after World War II, a lot of big corporations in America had pension plans. So if you worked for Chevron, for big oil company for 20, 30 years and then retired, uh, you could look for a pension uh, that would follow you uh, through your retirement and provide for you. But uh, corporate America started unwinding pension plans and there, there needed to be a different way that workers could save for retirement. And so in 1974, they came out with a, a new law. It's called the 
Employee Retirement Income Security Act, or ERISA, and that was enacted into law into, uh, in 1974. And that kind of marked the change in our country of going away from pension plans into uh, 401ks, for example, and other types of em employer-sponsored retirement plans, but just done in a different way. So. Um, that's a big change that happened. And so we follow the laws of ERISA. It seems like a lot, long time ago, but I mean, I remember 1974, I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I was, uh, I graduated from high school in 84. So you've got a couple of years on me, but you were just a pup. You, are but a you, pup. you look, you look younger than I am. So what does that say? Woo. Whoa, that's true. <laughs> 1974, though, that was a while ago, quite a while mm -hmm. ago, and, and not too many more years, and ERISA itself would be old enough for retirement, right? Yeah, but, uh, you know, it still governs the industry, so yeah. everything that you get as far as a disclosure about retirement accounts, they're going to reference ERISA, and that's just the acronym of Employment Retirement Income Security Act. So sure. it was a law that Congress enacted so employees would start saving for their retirement on their own as opposed to having an employer uh, provide a pension from you. So it's very important to understand uh, ERISA, the ins and outs, and the difference of qualified versus non-qualified money. Right, and that's huge. So uh, let's dive right into the difference between these two types of account. What makes each one unique? Well, their, their tax treatment is completely different. So we can start there. Uh, qualified accounts or retirement accounts are designed to give you tax benefits on the funds that you invest. So what does that mean? It basically means that, let's just use a real easy number. Let's just say that you were able to put $10,000 into your company 401k in any given year. Now that $10,000 that you are contributing into your 401k, that is a tax deduction. So when your company prepares your W-2 that says how much you made, uh, they're gonna have two different numbers. They're gonna have what you made and actually what was reportable. And that difference is gonna be the $10,000 you put into that qualified account. So you get a tax deduction you get a reduction of your current income tax for money that you put into these accounts. That's a great incentive to do it if there were no other benefits other than that, but there are others we'll explain. So uh, they give you a tax break on the money you invest. They also give you a break while the money is in the accounts. All the growth in retirement accounts, it's not taxed. There's no capital gains, short-term capital gains, long-term capital gains. There is no gains, period. It's just money going in. The IRS allows you to deduct it from your income tax. When you pull money out, it's then treated as ordinary income. So it's taxed as if you made it in that year that you pull it out. So there's some great benefits of that. Non-qualified accounts, non-retirement accounts, don't come with these tax benefits, but they do come with some other benefits, uh, like the freedom to move your money around and restrictions on age and withdrawals. See, with these uh, qualified accounts, they all have restrictions and rules that we have to comply with. Uh, how much money you can put in in any given year, when you can withdraw the money out, because they are targeted for retirement. So. Uh, 
they're a bad place for a piggy bank to put money into as, and, and use it as a piggy bank. Um, so we're going to get into more and more about uh, the intricacies of this, but you can just think of one of them. You get a tax break uh, and an incentive, if you will, for putting money into an account. The other one you don't, but it comes with some other features uh, that, uh, that retirement accounts don't have. And, and so we'll get into a little bit more of that. So, Eric, a 401k is a very common retirement savings option for a lot of people out there, a lot of workers. I have one. My wife has one. Most people I know nowadays have 401ks, right? And that falls into this category, right? Yeah, it's a a retirement account. So, uh, 401k is mainly for uh, companies, private sector companies. So Nevada Retirement Planners has a 401k that I contribute to and and I have a couple of employees that contribute to it as well. Uh, if you work for a, a state agency, so a not-for-profit employer, like a government agency, they have retirement plans too. They just called them different. Uh, they have different designations. Uh, like the state of Nevada has what's called a deferred compensation plan. So you're deferring compensation, uh, you're putting money into the accounts, and so you're deferring taking that compensation right now, uh, so it goes into a retirement account, and uh, it's very similar to a corporate 401k, but it's just called a, a different plan name. They're called 457 plans. And that just tells me that that person worked most likely for a government agency or a not-for-profit employer. Uh, and there's 403Bs, uh, uh, a lot of uh, state workers in Nevada that are teachers uh, have those plans and people that work at hospitals might have 403B plans, but they're all some form of qualified retirement accounts, even though they're called different things. Um, and so uh, they all enjoy that tax break on the funds they contribute in the accounts and it provides a benefit for uh, the employee. Now, some employers look at it as a benefit as well. Uh, For example, on 401ks, your employer may have a percentage of what you contribute. They may match a certain percentage. I'm very generous uh, and have not had to change any of my plan uh, designations. I have a hundred percent match with no limit. And so I've had a couple times where employees have put the max in and I'm going, wow. Uh, don't know what a benefit of that is to me because I have to pay the matching contribution, <laughs> sure. but yeah, here's where go. the benefit comes in on the employer side. It's an employer expense. So ah. at least I could deduct what I contributed for my employees, but I was happy to do it. Well, it sounds um, like a win-win situation. Though. It is. It is. I still have to come up with the money to make the matching contribution, but I can't deduct that from my income tax. So at least the IRS gives us a little break there. So <laughs> it's another incentive. And, and sure. employers, you know, they, they should offer those kind of things. If you want to retire or if you right. want to have uh, employees that are going to stick with you, uh, especially today's competitive job market, you, you've got to offer some benefits and having retirement plans is a, is a good idea. So, uh, you know, if, if your employer participates in a 401k match or otherwise contributes to a percentage of your salary to your retirement plan, I mean, I just say you just have got to maximize that feature right there. Uh, and just think about it. You get a tax break when you do it. Wow. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that, that's pretty good. That is a win-win. I, I didn't realize the employer had a benefit of that tax break as well. 
Uh, now, we're almost out of time for this first segment. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners, Eric, before we take a quick break here? Well, I know just when we when we have topics like this that might be a little technical, I know oftentimes that people say this this makes me nervous or it, it, uh, I have a lot of concern about what I'm doing with my money. And I know that preparing for retirement, it can be overwhelming, but you don't have to do it alone. Jump on the old interweb, go to nvretirementplanners.com, poke around my website, got great information on there. Or better yet, if you have a concern about your uh, savings for retirement, schedule a complimentary consultation with me. All you have to do is call the office. Say you heard me on the radio. Uh, Our number is 775-674-2222. Do it today. Get these fears, apprehensions behind you. Meet, have a consultation. I'm sure you'll feel better about the whole thing. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, you know what? Uh, Listeners, stay tuned because we've got a lot to come. Listen to learn more of the critical things you're going to need to consider as you look into retirement accounts, qualified and non-qualified, here on Retirement Radio with our host, Eric Cheek. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Nevada Retirement Planners now by going to nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at 775-674-2222. All right, welcome back to Retirement Radio. This is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. And if any point during the show you want to learn more information, go to our website at nvretirementplanners.com or give us a call at 775-674-2222. You can look up uh, previous radio shows. You can listen to them. As Tony explained, we're now on Spotify in uh, iTunes, Google Play, lots of ways you can catch up on uh, late shows that you didn't uh, get a chance to hear or visit all the new shows that we come out with every single week. Now, today we're talking about qualified versus non-qualified accounts, and we're enlisting the help uh, of some reference material. Uh, and so uh, we're just having a really good discussion today about retirement planning. Yeah, it's been a great discussion so far. And Uh, You mentioned some of the reasons an employer uh, should offer or like offering a qualified plan. Uh, You mentioned tax benefits that the employer would benefit from, right? Yeah. So the the, the tax benefit that your employer benefits from, but let's let's think about it. Let's back up a little bit. Um, The whole reason that an employer would offer benefits like health insurance or vacation time or retirement plan I think is to retain good employees. So it's part of their total compensation. You have a wage or a salary, and then you have uh, these other ancillary benefits. So uh, having an employer uh, that has a retirement plan, that is a nice feature uh, for an employer to have because they're not inexpensive uh, to operate for the employer. Uh, There is quite a significant cost of just maintaining these plans. Uh, And so when you have an employer that has a plan, that's a plus. Then if you have an employer that is generous enough to offer a matching contribution, it's usually a percentage. So if your employer offers you a 3% match based on what you put in, let's just say that uh, 
for some reason uh, in any given year, someone contributes $10,000 uh, to their retirement plan. Well, your employer is going to match that $10,000. Uh, they're going to do a 3% match on that. That is the only free money you'll ever get in your life. An employer match, no strings attached. They just put it into your account. So if you contribute year after year, you're going to make money even if the account doesn't have any growth, you're going to make money based on your employer giving you 3% every year. So if you have a great year in investments and your account goes up by 10% and your employer matches it uh, by 3% on the contributions you made, it's a great situation. And I just encourage all our listeners out there to participate oh, yeah. uh, in these. And So um, is that tax-free money for the employer then? tax-free money. It's it's not tax-free. Uh, if they make a 3% match, so that's 300 bucks on 10,000, that's an expense. Uh, sure. So the employer gets to write it off, but he still has to write the check for 300 bucks and he's not going to get a deduction that, that equalizes that $300 match. So it's an expense, but at least the employer can write off the expense and get some of that money, uh, get consideration for some of that employee match. It's just a great thing that employers do in my sure, mind. Sure. So are there limits or regulations on qualified accounts? Oh yeah. Now here's where you get Congress. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they create these programs the and then they have to have all these rules. So yeah. who knows? It's just different lobbying groups that lobby for how things work. But yes, there are restrictions on how much you can put into retirement accounts uh, dollar wise. There are restrictions on ages, on uh, making withdrawals. Uh, so there's two different age uh, uh, ages that we have to look at when you pull money out of uh, qualified accounts. So there's all kinds of, of, of things that are tricky, but um, uh, you're going to pay taxes on this money when you pull it out of a retirement account. Now, the IRS, that's what they want you to do. They want you to pay taxes on it. So you're going to pay taxes at your ordinary income tax rates when you make a withdrawal. But there are some additional caveats to that. Uh, if you have uh, an employer-sponsored 401k, you cannot take money out of that account without paying penalties until you're 59 and a half. So if you're in your 30s and making contributions, I tell my younger clients, you in your mind, this money is gone. Yeah. It is gone for 20 something years. Don't think about it as your backup plan if your transmission falls out in your driveway and you have to get a new transmission. Uh, that's not what you want to think about this. This money is a tax bomb. Uh, if you pull money out beforehand. So there's there's uh, there's some rules we have to follow. Uh, this year, the contribution uh, amounts, there is a max on how much you can put in. So this year, uh, under ERISA, you can put eight or uh, 19,000, I stand corrected, for 2019, you could put 19,000 oh, yeah. into your company 401k. So that's up $500 for last year. But that's for people uh, that's the limit, but that's for people that are under the age of 50. If you're over the age of 50, you have a catch-up provision. You can put an additional $6,000 in. Mm. So now it's $25,000 you can tuck into your 401k, for example, in 2019. 
now people usually use percentages. I have 10% of my paycheck, but I like to use the numbers. Uh, you could just do it backwards. This is how much you could put in. Your goal should be to max that baby out, especially yeah. now that you're in your 50s and your kids are, you're an empty nester and your house is paid off and all that other kind of good stuff, like everybody. Right, Tony? Right. And you've told us before, Eric, that if you're doing this, you have to at least, if you're working at a place that offers a 401k, you have to at least put in enough to get the full match because that's like free money from the employer, right? That's a raise or it's a gift yeah. or it's any of those things. And to not benefit from that, I mean, I just think it's a travesty. Yeah. And so if you have employers, and believe me, a lot of employers, even big ones, quit making uh, contributions in 2008 when the market drove off a cliff and, and a lot of corporate America was was scrambling to cut expenses. And so now that companies have come back and making matches, by all means, please take advantage of those generous uh, matches from uh, from from uh, your employer. Sure. Now, the other time thing, we're talking about different time things and ages and all that. The other thing about uh, retirement accounts is most retirement accounts require you to start taking money out of those accounts at age 70, okay? So let's say you've done everything right and you got all this money in a retirement account, but you don't really need it because you've saved money in other locations and you don't have any debt and maybe you have a pension and social security and they, they take care of you, but you're still required to start taking distributions, small at first, at age 70. So there's lots of rules that we have to follow with. And, and, and in my business, it's all about the rules and uh, and complying with them. So we wanna make sure that, that uh, when money comes out, it comes out the correct way as well. So talk to us a bit about non-qualified plans and their benefits. Well, just like everything else, there's some good things and there's some not so good things about it, but sure. let's talk about the good things. The good things is if you put money into a non-qualified investment account, you've already paid tax on that money. Ah. So you've already paid the bill. Now that money comes with no restrictions on how much you can put into the account. There's no restrictions on age when you make withdrawals. Uh, there's no forced distributions. And you only have to be concerned on taxes on the gains. So the treatment of gains in that account is gonna be more friendly than distributions from retirement accounts that are taxed at your ordinary income tax rate. So if you have a great year of investing and you have some capital gains, you might go, oh, boo hoo, I have to pay tax on it, but you're paying tax at a much lower rate. Uh, and so you have lots of freedom too. Uh, you can even maybe sell some things in the account that you're showing as, uh, as a loss so you can do some offsetting of capital gains and capital losses to uh, manipulate uh, the tax treatment of it, but uh, it's just tax friendlier. So those accounts don't have the restrictions and they're tax friendlier because you already paid income tax on the principal, the money that you start with on those accounts. And so uh, I love it all, but there, there's benefits uh, to all of it. Uh, and, the, and the great thing is, is if, if somebody's doing everything they're supposed to do, they're funding their retirement accounts and they're still saving money uh, and it's going into a non-qualified investment accounts, it gives that client 
and it gives me a lot more flexibility uh, for when they retire as to what accounts we draw from when uh, to make their retirement a lot uh, more secure uh, financially uh, in their retirement. So I love working with both and there's advantages to both. I would just say that some people have the mind that if they can't get a tax break for investing that they shouldn't invest. And, and I would say that's that's the wrong mindset to have. You should invest every dollar you, you, uh, you can, that you're able to, uh, to benefit from uh, you know, the long-term effects of compounding interest and, and, um, and the benefits there are to investing for when we're older and we're not working and we don't have the ability to generate income uh, in the traditional sense from employers. So, uh, but if you have questions or you're concerned or you're confused about this topic because it was somewhat technical today, by all means, reach out, uh, shoot me an email, request a consultation through my website if you don't wanna get us on the phone or give me a call on the phone. If you got a simple question, I'd be happy to answer it to, uh, for you just right on the phone or ideally set up a consultation. All right, that sounds great. And you know what? We are out of time for today's show. Uh, Eric, what's that phone number one more time? Uh, the phone number is 775-674-2222. If you get the machine or if you get anyone other than myself, leave a message. Uh, we'll call you back. Uh, just, you know, who you are and what you called for at a phone number. and We'll call you back. All right. Sounds great. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Radio with Eric Chief. Thank you for listening to Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nevadaretirementradio.com. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.